the intro again. Don't, please don't. You really gonna do this? Yeah, it's our show. We do what we want. Oh my God, no! Not another freaking wrestling podcast. Yay! Like I said, I don't get people watching. So either you love me or you don't. I love you. I love you too. I am your host today, Shane Daniels, and I'm back, and I'm not coughing and sounding like I'm uh, getting throat fucked by, you know, a bunch of clowns. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Jake, and I'm wondering why that was so oddly specific, Shane. And believe it or not, I made it this week. You did make it this week. Yeah. Four weeks. But this is T.Y. I don't, you know, honestly, I don't think we've actually had everybody on all at once in like a bunch of episodes. Yeah. It's like not another freaking podcast random who you're going to get to host this week. Yes. But this week, uh, JD's not here and uh, Will's not here. So I figured since I'm hosting... Me and Tyler will finish. I'll finish my top five, and Tyler will go over his top ten, and uh, that'll be the episode this week. So, Tyler, since you have more than I do, let's go ahead and hit your ten through five, and then we'll go through mine and your top fives. Okay, that works. So, I need you not to laugh at my list, okay? Oh, do you? We uh, all did like some honorable mentions. Do you have any of those that didn't make the list that should have made the list? Um, I have one honorable mention, and he's actually a jobber, and I feel like he had no, uh, it gets no love. Uh, Barry Horowitz. I was about to say he's going to say Barry Horowitz. <laughs> it, it is Barry Horowitz. He would be right. No love. He deserves some love, and I love him. I mean, he was a serviceable hand. He was—he was probably one of the best job guys in history. Should have put a title on him. At least a television title, the WCW. Uh, Come on, dude. If there—if there was like a Mount Rushmore for jobbers, I'm sure. Horrible. Oh, he's de- on there. <coughs> oh, he's definitely on there. I right feel like uh, I feel like uh, we had talked about this a little in the chat, but hopefully we can. If people like these lists, we can do like a list of our. Top ten horrible, most horrible wrestlers. Oh, I would like. I would love top ten least favorite. Yeah, because I feel like that'd be a lot of fun. But anyways, Tyler, go ahead. Okay, starting from ten to you say ten to five or ten to six. Ten to six. Yeah, ten to six. Okay, number ten is going to be the Repo Man. Only basically just for gimmick, only for gimmick reasons. The fuck. I'm not going on wrestling, Bill. I'm solely focusing on the gimmick. Horrible, but it makes me laugh. So, well, so your list is just solely based off gimmicks? No, not 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 at all. I mean, there's wrestlers and all that stuff, but just that gimmick alone just made me want to watch it just because it made me laugh when I was a kid. Yeah. I couldn't well, take I mean, it seriously as a bad guy. Well, the list is like the Mountie, too. Now, speaking of the Mountie, number nine, the Mountie. Are you fucking for real? I'm not lying. What, do you not like the Mountie? I mean, he is the greatest intercontinental champion of all time. You bought your mouth. Uh, let's let's not let's not lie to ourselves. Rick Steamboat still exists. My favorite thing about the Mountie was the fucking shock stick because you could tell, like when you're a kid, you're like. Oh man, he really fucking shocked him. But as an adult, you're like, that is so piped in and fucking <laughs> <know>. horrible. <laughs> it's that, like the incorrect sound on a game show. Yeah. <laughs> like, I do like how that I, I know what an actual fucking taser sounds like. It, it that's doesn't. That's not it. I, I did like the uh, little shock vest that Piper wore. It was obviously made from Speedo. Like, I don't know if he went scuba diving like the day before, but. That yeah, that's absolutely what it looked like. It was like a neoprene fucking diving shirt. Absolutely. Um, going to number eight is going to be. Oh God, I just had it too. He's another old school guy. Oh, uh, the model Rick Martel. Oh, that makes sense. Yes, of course. You, of course he we was know. your vote for the boy stable. He, so. Yes, he he he's actually bottom boy. So that's. That, that, and he's a good old school wrestler as well. I mean, 
not many people would know him for his uh, AWA days. But um, former world champion. Yeah, oh, yeah, he was. Yeah, at a time to where the uh, company was kind of going down on a downward spiral. Um, I've never viewed Rick Martel as a world champion. Just mainly, like I always thought he would have been intercontinental champion at one time in his career. Very he close was. to it once. Was he? No, he was. When? Sometime around the first time he came in, because they've mentioned he was a former Continental Champion before. Okay, I'll look that up later. But um, pretty sure he did. I, I'll, I'll look it up later, and uh, feel free to uh, correct me on the social media, uh, specifically Facebook, and tell me how much of a dumb fuck I am for being wrong. Um, number seven would be Dean Malenko. Um, the man of a thousand and four, I mean, a thousand holds. I'm sorry. Um, I'm at number six. Um, number six will be Chris Jericho. And I say Chris Jericho's number six because he should have retired years ago. <laughs> he would easily be on my, he would be easily be on my top five if he had just stayed the fuck home in 2015. Which is really funny because, like, 10 years ago, Jericho would have been your top guy. You're exactly right. He would have. But there's a time that you've got to slow down or stop. And, uh, like, if Jericho was doing, like, a managerial role at AEW, cool. Be a more than okay with it. But, Jericho, I love you, but let's go, dude. I like how you have, you have like, the tag team there. Jericho and Lance Storm, Smoky Mountain. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Thrill Seekers, yeah. Yeah. What a That's time. Good, good stuff. But, it, you know, again, Jericho be up there if he just do something else. That's a very uh, interesting uh, list so far. Um, so I guess we're getting into the brass tacks of it, the uh, five through one. So, you want to go go ahead and continue yours because you've already listened. So, okay. Well, number five would be Eddie Guerrero. I love some Eddie. I had him up higher. I think. No, yeah. I have him. Uh, I, it wouldn't be fair to have Eddie in anybody's if he's like six or below. I think is blasphemous. Blasphemous. I can't. Talk. Blasphemy? Yes. Well, remember, when J.D. laid this out, though, it was your personal favorites. It wasn't a who you thought was the best of all time. I understand that, yeah. But, I mean, uh, there's, like, back to gimmicks also and work work rate and stuff like that. Um, Eddie was just – he was just incredible in his WCW days, obviously WWE days, even in his ECW days, uh, doing really good work. Um. But yeah, I have Eddie Guerrero on my fifth. I think that's one of my favorite one of DVDs that WWE had ever done was the Eddie Guerrero one. Oh yeah, that's definitely up there. <coughs> uh, number f- number four would be Owen Hart. Nice. Um, I hate that what happened to him in '99. Um, who know? Who knows what would have happened if, if he'd still be with us today? If he would have held that top belt at I least once. At I mean, least once. I mean, yeah. But I think he'd be a multiple-time world champion. Oh yeah, I could see that too. Definitely. Uh, Owen was a great. Had a great tag team with Yokozuna. I don't care what anybody says. I, I was a big fan of it. Loved it. Uh, him and David Wood was a great team too. They were. Yeah, they were as well. Uh, him and Coco Beware, I mean, that was one of those times it was like hit and miss, you know. But um, I've got Owen at number four. Number three is Triple H, and I'll explain why. Very good heel. Very, very good heel. You can just hate that son of a bitch. He makes it so easy. And that's what, that's what makes a good, really good heel. And he's a good worker as well. So, and good mind, which obviously now he's the new boss. And I, I think the company is in very good hands for that. 
Number two. Number two being William Regal. I mean, it's not really much to talk about. Uh, one of the, one of if not the greatest British wrestlers of all time. You know, and that's the thing. Looking back at like the list that you know Jake and Will and all them, I I didn't listen to the rest of it, but I don't think there was a lot of British wrestlers on anybody's list. No, and Dynamite was on mine. Yeah, but I mean. You could think about how many other British wrestlers out there. Man. Johnny saying, Joe, Briggs. yeah, Dave Taylor, Dave Taylor, David Taylor, yeah, <laughs> Rollerball Rocco, yeah, your friend and mine, Nathan Frazier. Anybody in the world of sport, fuck it. Ah. And number one, he is currently wrestling right now. Is AEW world champion. I hope he is for the rest of his life. No, actually, I hope he's signed with WWE. MJF. And you can't change my mind. It was really quick. As soon as I discovered MJF, the one show I saw on MLW, I was like, this kid is very special. I want to punch this guy, and I love him for it. And um, imagine that guy going to WWE, what, the, what kind of stuff he can do. Uh, if he pushed the right way, which I believe with Triple H in charge and stuff like that, I, I think they would do a number of good things. But at the same time, he's so good at like covering up so much. Like he's hinting going to WWE in 2024 when his contract's up. Who are we to know that he didn't make like a five year extension and he's just kayfabing that from everybody? He is incredibly good at telling stories and just keeping people guessing. And like at today's age, that's so hard to do. And I applaud MJF for doing what he does. And he's number one on my list. That he and he's also a great wrestler. But as far as the gimmick and how he carries himself on the mic and promos and stuff, like dude, it to me you can't beat that. I would agree. I mean, he he is something. I think he'll be something real special. And I think if he did go to WWE, he probably, I mean, with that machine behind him, it'll be a star even bigger than he is now. I I would bet my bottom dollar that they would pair him with The Miz. Not tag, but, like, do something with each other with The Miz, the very first person he goes to. I could almost see that happening. And that would be great. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Those promos would be fucking – and that's the thing, too. You know, we're making these lists – but man, you know, the Miz is is awesome. It really is. Jake. Just that stuff he was doing with uh, Daniel Bryan. Oh yeah. On on talking smack and all that stuff. All that stuff was great. Man, and the emotion, like given that emotion in professional wrestling, I wouldn't say it's a lost art, but there's not many people that can do that. And the Miz is very good at that as well, as, as far as like getting that out. Same like thing with this whole angle with uh, him and Dexter Loomis has been really fun on Raw. Yeah, Eddie has. So, and Jake, that is that is my top ten list. That is uh, that is really good, Jake. What do you think about it, man? It's definitely not the way I thought it was going to pan out. Like, well, that's like you didn't think some of the people that was on mine. Yeah. Clearly, but there there's there were some dudes on Tyler's that didn't make it I thought would. I like I did where was Brett? Like we you uh, uh I mean we still got my top five and you're gonna be like, what the fuck? I, I love Brett, but I mean Owen's this was, better this wrestler. was a tough this was a tough one and yeah, uh, Owen is a better wrestler than Brett. I said it. That's that's hard to believe, Jake. But yeah, Owen, Owen said that Owen was the better, like, Owen was the better promo. He was the better character. Yeah. He he had the better moves, but Brett was the better storyteller, and Brett was the one that you were going to make more money with. Right, yeah. What would you have done with Bruce Hart? <laughs> oh, bitter-ass Bruce. <laughs> okay. Like, even in when they used to show 
their family in the crowd and he's sitting in the crowd. He just looked like he was just pissed off at the world, didn't want to be there. That should have been my spot. Yeah, he was just fucking jealous. That's what it was. Oh yeah, you could tell you could definitely tell he was jealous. Very. Well, in, in his book, didn't he bury like Brett and Owen? I think he did. And I don't remember if it was in his book or if it were Brett had confirmed it, but apparently the Brett versus Owen angle was initially supposed to be Brett versus Bruce. And Brett was yeah. like, no, <laughs> I don't want to wrestle Bruce. I mean, kind of seeing how things go now, how Bruce was, I, I don't doubt Brett for doing that. Yeah, Bruce was a fucking shooter, man. That entire family was. Yeah, but he was the fucking hard master, as we like to for prefer to. I can't even talk right now. God damn. <laughs> refer to it. There we go. So what about cra- Crazy Ass Smith? Nobody ever really talks about him. Because Smith had quit wrestling by the mid-70s, though. Did he? Yeah, he was the oldest of the boys. Ah, uh, yeah. He quit not long after Brett started. Ah, uh, well. But imagine, like, how how mental will that guy have been? Put, like, put him in the ring with 1994, 95 Backlund. Dag him. Still upset that Bobby only got to hold that fucking title for like three days. Yeah, I know. That kind of sucks because that was that was the best Bob Backlund ever. Yeah, and then like because of OSW, I have a better appreciation for the way he was running that character at the time. And it was like, this was fucking brilliant. Why'd they bury him? Yeah, I mean, like he of course back in uh Vince Senior's day, you couldn't have turned Backlund heel because he was white meat baby face and he was like the epitome of a good guy like yeah. he tried doing it tried doing that nutcase backland that Vincent Kennedy McMahon did with him it wouldn't have worked back then but like in the 90s with that backland it was yeah. perfect it was incredible but you had to fucking bury him at the expense of Kevin fucking Nash the worst drawing fed champion of all time yeah yeah that's true I bet you can't dash. Get about Diesel. I just want to let you guys know, I've never eaten marijuana. What Uh, the fuck? You need to watch that promo, uh, Shane. You've got to watch that promo. No, I'll send him the fucking Dankmas song, I've never eaten marijuana. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, you guys are just going to have to send that to me. Yeah, we will. Sports education. Sports education. It's very good. Well, Dankmas. let's hit my five through one. Coming in at number five, probably one of the most underrated wrestlers in the history of wrestling, Christian. Ah, okay. Um, always loved Christian. Loved Edge and Christian growing up. I liked... His impact stuff. Um, I think he deserved a lot better than what he got. What's your What's your opinion on his stuff at AEW? I've only seen like clips of it. Like the promo stuff's good that he's doing, but like I don't. I'm not watch, I'm not invested in it because like it's hard to watch AEW, man. I'm just. Right. I get that, but I mean, uh, I mean, obviously, watching bits and pieces like on YouTube or whatever. I mean, that yeah, especially if somebody like posted on Facebook, like that's where I get a lot of wrestling outside of anything else. Right? Yeah, because like I just you don't have all these hours of every day to watch fucking wrestling. No, you know, fucking Raw's three hours when it should be two. Um. SmackDown's been great. It doesn't even feel like two hours. And I know we don't we are doing the, the top fives or whatever, but that fucking match with Ricochet and uh damn what's his name? Santos Escobar? Yeah, Escobar was fucking great. 
Yeah, I, I, I'm going to go back to the house to watch that. That's the one match I haven't got to watch from this week. Uh, but from what I understand, it was, uh, and I, from what I expect, it was a barn burner. Yeah, but they even tore it down in uh, Lucha Underground. I was about to say Lucha Underground. That was I watched that match. It was incredible. Very good. Yeah. I mean, Pumba and who else? I do not recall what his character was in the Lucha Underground. Okay. That's fair. Number four, Kurt Angle. Yeah. I love me some Kurt Angle, man. Well, I know you love you some Kurt Angle. I love fucking Kurt Angle. Like when I pitched you using that one uh, tag move we did, that was just a combination suplex and angle slam. You were like, oh, angle slam. <laughs> Why? You like, which Kurt Angle do you like? The pre-head shaved or post oh, I love I, I love bald fucking Kurt Angle. Like when he was going out there wrestling with the fucking uh, earpiece. The, the wig and the beats, The wig. Like, <laughs> it's fucking great. And Kurt Angle. I like tiny cowboy hat Kurt the best. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, him yeah. and Stone Code, fucking masterpiece. We him don't need Edge. those badges. Him <laughs> and Edge's shit always was good, um, but I love some fucking Kurt Angle, and uh, everybody should really. I now, I loved Kurt Angle when he was doing the five second pose with Edge and Christian. Those were a lot of fun too. Yeah, every, anything with fucking. Kurt Angle on Edge, it's fucking great. Uh, I I really feel for the guy now. Like he said, he when people say we sacrificed star bodies for wrestling, he did. I was about to say he's like top three and the most sacrificial on his body in the business, like ever. And, and, and here's the thing: he, he still wants to do it. Like after all that, you know. Man, I. I'd love to. See the I think the last Kurt Angle match before he went back to the WWE, I watched. It was him and Zack Zaber Jr. at an indie show. Dear God, that match was incredible, Bruh. Oh shit, <laughs> that match was great. Yeah, that was my, that was my introduction to Zack Saber Jr. And I thought to myself, he's got to work for me. And now it's almost humanly impossible to get him. Where would you say it would compare to like the shit he was doing with like Benoit? What the sack Zach Saber Jr.? Yeah. Man. <laughs> that's really that hard. That shit with Benoit was that's that what was, wrestling should be. Yes. Yeah. Those two beat the fucking shit out of each other. Mm-hmm. They did shit and it and it it legitimately looked like it was a struggle. And that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah. Oh yeah. You, it wasn't blatant that they were cooperating with each other, and I don't know, it was so good. Benoit was so good at making shit look like it was a struggle that he was working for everything that he was trying to do. Well, what about fucking? And Kurt? so was Kurt. Yeah, and so was Kurt. What about what about Kurt and and fucking Rey Mysterio though? Like that shit. Like yeah. you got the best lucha of all time, and Kurt Angle, like. They fucking tore it down, man. Hey, that moon, that um, belly to back that he gives Mysterio and he moonsaults from it is so damn cool. Like, it's so incredible. And not too many, not too, too many people can do it. I haven't seen it in a long time, honestly. But I mean, me and Ringo used to do it. I'm saying that's been a, quite a long time. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't, I don't. I mean, when's the, when was the last time Ringo worked? Oh Jesus! I'd see. He's on his eight eight year cycle, man. Yeah, there you go. My uh, third will probably be surprising. Okada. Okay. No, I was. I'd be right for it. I'm, I'm for it. I, I he's not on my list, but I pretty consistently say he's the best wrestler in the world. Um. And I'm yeah. not even that big a fan of his. I still say he's pound for pound the best wrestler in the world. Okada is fucking man. I would love to see like him versus Benoit or him versus fucking Angle. 
All kind of, that those matches would be fucking amazing. Dude, I'd love to see him wrestle Cena. I'd like to see him oh. wrestle Danielson. Fuck yeah. No, let him let him come over and wrestle John. That would be incredible. It's it's the two guys that were the the fucking tops of the two biggest wrestling promotions in the world wrestling each other. But you got to meet in the middle. Where were they where were they wrestle at? WrestleMania. Sure. We'll have the first they have them have two matches. The first one at Wrestle Kingdom and then, and then at not two at WrestleMania. Yes. You know that's how much money? You know how much money that's going to make? Oh, Jesus Christ. Money. Triple H, you listening? You do something. This was like a conversation like, me and Will were having the other day. It was like, how cool would it be if like, <coughs> seeing a wrestle Tanahashi? Well, you got to still think. The fucking door is open. Carl Anderson's going back there to defend that championship. And from what I, you know, bullshit you hear, people post. If it's true, then like the door would be wide open. That he ain't dropping that belt. That's multiple things. And that fucking they knew about him going back to WWE since fucking September. Right. So could you imagine a joint show? Well, that's good for professional wrestling. Oh, it would be fucking amazing for professional wrestling. Yeah. I it's going to draw that. The viewership that you're going to get from that, the numbers are going to be fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a matter of time that happens. It has to happen. Yeah, it's, it's only a matter of time when it happens. Because think about the resurgence of wrestling, right? That we've had in the last, what? Three years? Yeah. Like, wrestling's hot as fuck right now. Oh, it has yeah. been. But yeah. when, that starts to, when that starts to fall off, what do you do next? You work with fucking New Japan. You fucking do a joint show. It's going to happen one day. Tell oh, me. Hopefully it happens in my lifetime. Because there's so much talent over there right now in Japan. Fucking the door that that would open. The matches you can do. Mm -hmm. Fucking amazing. And and the only thing I would be sad about it is we didn't get it a generation ago. Like, could you imagine with like that 90s roster for both companies doing joint shows then? Dude. Man, I'd just be. It'd be amazing. It honestly would. What's that, Shane? Man, we just went off the rails there for a minute. Uh, so number two, Edge. Makes sense. And Jake shaking his head. Yeah, uh, I don't like wrong? Edge. What? I, and what I can't you believe you ranked edge? fucking Edge over the, Chris. They, the the reason they he fucking they changed wrestling. Edge of Christian, Dudley Boys, all them guys, TLC. Rad. The radar superstar for him to for him to be in the shape he is now and reinvent himself as many times as he has and win as many championships and have memorable matches. Like the feud between him and John Cena, you can't tell me that he fucking was good. I'd still take Christian over Edge. Mm. Every day out of the week. It's it's drawing power too. Yeah. No, no, I mean, but... that, that's the downfall of Christian. Yeah. It really is. Because if that man could draw, he's got everything he needs. And I hate that, that Vince didn't like his face. Christian's, that is. Pronoun yeah. belt. But, I mean, and it, it's such a such a petty thing to, to do is I don't want to push Christian because he has an ugly face. That's like, that's why. That's so... I don't, I don't know. But yeah, you're going to give us the great Kali as world champion. Look at that motherfucker's face. Looks like somebody threw a brick at it. Looks like someone took a whole damn ugly tree and smacked his ass with it. Yeah. All right, number one. It should come as no surprise 
If he doesn't say Big Show, I'm going to be so upset. (laughs) (laughs) Not the goddamn Big Show. (laughs) Captain Insano, okay. Okay. No. Triple H. Yeah. Triple H was always fucking cool. Like, the cool bad guy for me. Like, him and DX doing that shit. Then, you know, he reinvented DX when he got with Stephanie. And and now DX is even cooler now because he's fucking the daughter's boss. And then, you know, we got get the cerebral assassin and then, you know, kind of the dangerous alliance thing with him and Stone Cold. And then the matches with fucking him and Mick Foley. Yeah. He literally got stabbed in his fucking calf. And went through and continued this match for another 20 fucking minutes. Now, did he take a suplex on a... Um, a pallet. Yeah, it was pallet. like a broken pallet. Yeah. Is yeah. what it was. And when he came down, a, a jagged edge of it jabbed him in the fucking calf. Brutal. Yeah, it was fucking nasty. Uh, I don't know if you guys got... I mean, most of us have Peacock or whatever. But if you watch like those Chronicle things... They have one with him and Mick talking about that whole feud and that whole match. And it's fucking great. Like, those documentaries are fucking wonderful on there. Oh, I love the documentaries they do on those, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's one of those. Um, I forgot what it's fucking called. But, like, watch it. It's fucking good. Like, because they go into detail. And they show, you know, because... WWE, the whole thing with WWE and what makes that brand great is they document every fucking thing. Yeah. From backstage to whatever. They document everything. And so they have this vast fucking library of footage. And like some of that stuff that they're showing you, like they show back there, they're recording with the the shit and they're looking at he's in there with the doctor and the doctor's like, yeah, you, you almost hit a vein or some shit that you could have bled out and all that shit. And then like, it's fucking good. I do a really good job with their documentaries and nobody will ever outdo them on a video package. Can we also mention triple H not once, but twice tearing his quads and still finishing matches. Yeah. Yeah. The man's is tough as a motherfucker. And it, it's funny because I was watching a promo earlier. I guess whenever it's him and the Undertaker, I don't remember which time. I guess it was he was talking to him. He's like, you know, all these years ago, I came into the locker room and I noticed one man, and it was you. And he's like, and you worked with a. I seen you get broken ribs and you work the next night and he's like i saw you get your face smashed and just listing everything and he's like so whenever i needed to figure out who i was or who i needed to be like it was you and he's talking to mark and i was like that's fucking good shit like he can cut a promo like a motherfucker too oh yeah he he really is a student of the game and i think keep him in uh, control as long as you can because this last Survivor Series was the most watched out of all of them. Oh, yeah, something different, though. Actually bringing War Games to the main roster. Um, it's a nice breath of fresh air, something new. Um, of course, like, taking the Hell in a Cell event out and just making it like a special match for another event, I think that's really fucking smart yeah um, I, I think them getting rid of like just the gimmicky shows will be great yeah i, I agree i mean because uh, he's right like in that interview he's like hell in the cell is to settle a, something that can't be settled yeah in a normal match why are we doing a whole show about it right exactly you know elimination chamber shit like that but I'm, I heard some shit about, I read it somewhere, but this year they're talking about for Elimination Chamber doing tag teams. That's a lot of work. They've done that before. Have they? Yeah. 
don't fucking remember that. They did a tag team title one. Huh. Well, they're they're That's talking true. about doing it again. Hmm. It's a lot of room. It's yeah, a of, it's a lot to keep up with. Yeah, but look at the tag teams they got right now. Their tag teams stacked. Yeah. You can put the Usos. Like fucking a three-way tag team match with extra steps. Yeah. Well, it's going to be a fucking car crash. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. look, the Street Profits are back. Thank God. Them's your boys right there. I'm so tired of Hit Row. <laughs> Why is it that Hit Row gets fucking the 8K camera? They're the only person on SmackDown that gets 8K for their entrance. Like, what the fuck? So oh, that's Shane's dudes right there. Let's no, be real. No. no, they need some help. You know what they need? NXT. Yeah. But why is our, uh, Apollo Crews on fucking NXT? Let's talk about that. What are you doing with him in the, in the main roster? He's like just kind of floating there. He was the Intercontinental Champion. What's the worth in it these days? What's the worth in it these days? I know they're trying to build it back up, which is a good thing. Don't get me wrong. But, but back then, it was... You might as well... It could be a re- repeat of Dolph Ziggler holding the world championship. You leave Ziggler oh puck alone. Why is everybody shit on Ziggler? I'm not shitting on him. I'm just saying that's it's how it was built. It wasn't his fault. It's it's true. They did treat him like shit when he was world champion. They yeah, really did. He had probably one of the coolest cash ins, like with the biggest pop. Yeah, poor old Ziggler puff. <laughs> he deserves better. He does. Yeah. He does. But yeah, I do Sean like Hogan. I do like though I do like the fact that uh they've been building Hit Row up, you know, and then they get squashed by the fucking Viking Raiders. So that was good. I like that. As one does. I like <laughs> that. You get the eight K camera, but you get squashed. By the good tag team, yes. Uh, Speaking of good tag teams, I, I miss FTR. They're going to come back to Daddy Papa. Yeah, they are. They are. Papa Triple H. They're going to come back. Greatest tag team in the world. To drop first. Greatest tag team in the world. But currently. Currently. They're on my top three all time. See, we need to do tag teams, too. See, there you go. We can do a tag team episode. I but see, you. I love tag wrestling. Got it too. I prefer it. Which is great because all three of us in this in this chat have well, I've tagged with both of you guys. So I think yeah. people don't give tag wrestling the proper respect that it deserves. And that pisses yeah, me man. off. Me and you have been fucking the entire tag division more than once. I know. And it, and it pisses me off because tag wrestling's awesome. Well, also, why, why would it piss you off? We were the best. <laughs> no, I just, that it doesn't get the fucking respect that it deserves. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I really wish shows, not just in a major audience or major viewing, but like, even independents and stuff, I, I wish there were more of them. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, you know, fucking singles wrestling, both of you don't have to be that great. Tag wrestling, though, you need to be on your shit. Yeah, because <laughs> if one half of the team is is the shits, then the whole team's going to be the shits. Yeah. And I think that's what is a big tag team killer. On the independence because you get not everybody clicks. Yeah. You know. Like Spoonie Matt, I couldn't see him tagging with somebody. With anybody else. but Octavius. Right. No, yeah. Not at all. You know, Money Shot Mafia. Same thing. I, I couldn't see Ricky tagging with somebody else. That's not Eddie Adams. Eddie might be able to tag with somebody else though. I feel like yeah, but it's not gonna. You're not gonna. It's not gonna be the same. 
In, yeah, you're not going to capture that magic of Money Shot Mafia. Yeah. Because those guys, when they come out to Bone Thugs and Harmony, you know business about to pick up. I loved working those guys. Mm-hmm. I loved working the Young Bloods. Yo, I never had a match with the Money Shots. I had a match individually with the two of them. <laughs> I never wrestled them together. I think... Wait a minute. What? Yeah, I never wrestled against the Money Shots. You you and I weren't tagging when we... Because I've had a tag match against some... Oh, I'm, that meant you and Justin. Wasn't me and Justin. I don't think it was me and Justin. Well, it wasn't me. I, it, may, it may have been me and JD. I'll, I'll ask him, though. Maybe, been, but I've never wrestled against the money shots. I, I have. It was, See, it, it was that's an incredible the thing, match, too. Yeah. I think the, one of my best matches that I, I put them over was the match that we had when it was the strain. It was me and Ethan versus yeah. Money Shot. And that was probably Ethan's best match he's ever had. And I remember going back there talking to Barry, and he said, you guys had me like three times about the match being over. Yeah. And you were out there. Mm-hmm. That match was just, I don't know if Ethan just was like, I got something to prove, or he didn't want to let me down, or what. But whatever that was, I wish he'd find it again. See, and that's another thing, too, like in, with t- doing tag teams. You may tag with somebody. You have a one-off with somebody that you deeply respect. I've done this before, that you deeply respect, and you want to work harder to make that tag team work. Um, one for The one that I can remember of a long time ago is when I tagged with Tom Pritchard for uh, Keith. I was like, I don't want to let Tom down because Tom was somebody I looked up to when I was – watching tv like i was watching smoky mountain all that stuff and even when tom and jimmy del rey came to the uh wwe like out of that tag team tom was the one that stuck out i don't know if it was because he was waving his hair or he had that great voice or whatever you, you know? people are scum yeah i mean <laughs> was scum and uh, tom is like a fantastic heel oh my god but like when keith had paired tom and i together for that one match i was like oh, okay i don't want to let him down and and it just clicked for me there too. And sometimes it should it comes to a point where maybe you, you work a little harder because you don't want to let that person down. I mean, that that can, could be a thing. Can I shock you? Yeah, go ahead. I liked Gigolo Jimmy better than I did Tom. Of course you did. <coughs> of course you I did. liked Jimmy better. I don't know what it was about him. But. I mean, to be fair, Gigolo Jimmy Gigolo Jimmy Delray. Sorry, I, he was hilarious. Don, who cares? Yeah. I, but, um, he's, he's better than people were giving him credit for. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. also, if you consider the fucking leap that dude made when they first went to the Fed, that guy was working indie shows. And he'd only been doing it for like two years. And now here he is in the fucking Fed. You know? Uh, yeah. And it's like, it's kind of a shock that it had been for that, yeah. you know? Well, and look at right now. Uh, what's her face? And I, I keep up with her. Uh, Jay Car- Jay Cargill. Yeah. She's only been wrestling for a fucking year. Right? I, she was in the same graduating class with uh, Aaron Dallas. So it's been a couple of years. Yeah, but she's already like fucking head and shoulders better than fucking Ronda Rousey. Oh, yeah. No doubt about it. Oh, yeah. Well, fuck, Very Katie's not even had a regular fucking match yet. She's better than Ronda Rousey. Well, I'm just saying, like... JD, put the gunshot in. Fuck yeah. I mean, Ronda Rousey, if you she's give her somebody... Shit. If you give her somebody she's worked with, like Natty... Like, her and Natty's matches are the best. Yeah, I'm I sure Natty know. had that back surgery from carrying her, too. Well, she also helped train her. So that was also... While the matches so were better. Surgeries. But if you can't fucking take that and go have better matches with people, don't get me wrong, Shotzi's not fucking the greatest wrestler in the entire world either. Better She's certainly than- better than that fucking match made her look, though. 
Yeah, right. Ron, Ron didn't seem like she didn't want to give her fuck fuck all. They That's said, uh, I think Brian Kendrick fucking did that match. Agent that match. So I don't understand the, all the hubbub, the heat that he's getting. I, I don't understand that. Because the match sucked. That's what the, all the fucking hubbub was. Yeah, no, no, I think it's, I think it's for a different Like that fucking DDT thing they did on the fuck. She could have fucking paralyzed her ass. That yeah, was just, dangerous. It's a face bump on the apron. Just face bump on the apron. It's simple. Yeah, but how do you fuck that up? By not being able to fucking work. Exactly. That was dangerous. Hey, I don't know why that was called, but that was fucking dangerous. Like, I think Rhonda's biggest fucking problem is she wants to fucking work way too fast. Well, that's a lot of green people's fucking problems. They want to work way too fast. I don't know. I, I think her problem. But you're in the fucking fed. They should be like, hey, slow the fuck down. I don't think she cares. I honestly believe that. Uh. Bless you. I don't know what the fuck, but like anybody with half a fucking brain cell needs to go. Hey, you see this? I wonder. I wonder if they are doing that though. And Rhonda either doesn't care, which that that's what I'm sold on, or she just doesn't really get it, and she's never gonna get it. Well, then that's when you have her drop the bell, take her ass back down to NXT. Oh, she'll no, go release home. her ass. Get her she'll, she'll go out of there. Yeah. Be done. You, you failed an experiment. Be done with it. There's only one good gold medalist to be in the professional wrestling world, and that's Kurt Angle, not Ronda Rousey. She'll just go to AEW. Did she win a gold medal? Yes, judo. Really? Yeah. Yeah, she did. Yeah, well, the other good gold medalist was Mark Henry. He wasn't a gold medalist. Was he not? No. Hmm. He like he had an injury and he ranked pretty low. But didn't Iron Sheik win a gold medal in the Olympics for wrestling? I think it was bronze. Oh, but he's yeah, a he's real a, shooter. Yeah, he, he ask all Cole. <laughs> Chad Gable doesn't have a gold medal. That's sad. That Who's guy's sad? Chad Gable. Oh, is he one? Hey. Yes, he was. Yeah, he he was Olympic. Olympian. I think that's probably one of my favorite pairings. Him and Otis. They just work great. Mm. Is Gable Stevenson still on the roster? I think he got released. Okay. Let's say that's another gold medalist. I don't I could be wrong though. I might somebody might have to fact check that. But. That should have been Kurt Angle's son. Not What's his name? Jason Jordan? Uh, uh, not Jason Jordan, no. Jason fucking Jordan. Boy, that went over like a fart in a church. And I love Jason Jordan. I, I have nothing against him, but wrong Do person. Do still work there? I yeah, think he's, he's an agent. He's an agent. He, he can't wrestle anymore. Why? Uh, he fucked his neck up. I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah, that's like Big E. He, they're saying he might not wrestle again. I'm pretty sure he's not going to wrestle anymore. And that's sad. Yeah, that's very unfortunate. So I was never very. the biggest fan of him, but like he just seems like the sweetest dude. So it's like, I feel bad for him. I, like, I hate that for him. I would love to play video games with that guy. I bet you he's like the best friend of the locker room. Like, Yeah, yeah I, would, I would say so. He's one of those guys that would make it a fucking joy to come to work every day. Goldberg put him over. Yeah, he did. Yeah, but fuck Goldberg. Yeah, but Goldberg put him over. But fuck Goldberg. <laughs> Motherfuck Goldberg. Now, I, I really Goldberg would like to me. see uh, more Chad Gable like with some singles gold, though. That'd be great. Intercontinental champion, at least. United States. Oh, United States. I would yeah. never. There's never a time when I would put Chad Gable over on Valter. Like, put him towards the U.S. I don't think. I don't know. Theory, I would put theory is killing it right now. 
Yeah, but Chad Gable versus fucking Austin Theory would be a better match than oh, yeah. Chad Volter. Yeah. Yeah. But then I don't yeah, know. I were booking Chad versus Volter would be Volter just seriously just eating Chad. I would be terrified. I'm I don't terrified know, man. He fucking German suplex fucking Braun Strowman. That's I, fine. Speaking of, speaking of, I'm terrified to watch that because if they put Braun over on Volter, I'm gonna fucking cry. Not watch wrestling for a while, and I'm gonna go into these. Ep- I'm gonna go into these episodes blind because Braun Strowman, well, he can't get off fucking Twitter because he wants to get heat and he's getting the heat the wrong way because he's a bald fuck. He's a shoot bitch. Let, let him that, try to block a fucking chop from Valter and see what happens. I hope he smacks the piss out of him. He did. He blocked that yeah, shit. He yeah, yeah, he did. It was Valter he blocked the chop on. Yes. yes. What a yeah. bitch. Like twice. Oh, shit. And he got a half. The first one was a half, and that was enough. And then he started doing that fucking. Ooh. Ooh. He sucks. I know you can't see that on camera, but they saw it. They know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and that's all that matters. It's like that two for flinching. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was trying uh, to control his narrative. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> He's a fucking Speaking of things that went over like a fart in church. Yeah. I heard, <laughs> that, I heard that was going to shut down, maybe. Still, uh, It's still going? The control your narrative deal? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is. But he said if he don't get the funding that they need, it's going to... Oh, yeah, it's it's going down. It's going, going down. Way down. That was your stupid ass name for a wrestling promotion. Now this was this was a great time. Can we not talk about how stupid the names of wrestling promotions are these days? We could do that in a in a, another episode. I'm sure because I ain't how stupid the names my, my, of shows are. My phone, my phone is gonna die. But we gotta oh, do that. Man. We gotta do that one day. We can do that. All right. We'll uh, go ahead and cut this off and uh, see you on the next episode of Not Another Freaking Red Wrestling Podcast. Jake, tell them what to do. They need to bring money and make sure JD and Will can be here. Rock Strowman is a bitch. Shoot, bitch. Shoot, bitch. Shoot, bitch.